She hadn't even bothered to put on a coat. Immediately, she began snapping pictures. As the sun touched the horizon, the bright, even light of the day was replaced with the ever-changing colors and textures of the sunset. This rapidly changing atmosphere created a dance of shadows that made the ice seem as if it were alive and moving. Not satisfied with only shots from the deck, she began climbing over the railing. Batty, be careful! You're going to slip and hurt yourself! Jack yelled at her. Nonsense, I'm fine, and I'll be careful, she replied as she dropped down onto the ice. With her tie flapping over her shoulder, she began climbing over the slabs of ice, snapping pictures as she moved. Before she had moved too far out on the ice, she turned and pointed her camera at the crowd along the railing. Smile! She shouted as she snapped several pictures. Then she turned and headed farther out onto the ice. The crowd began to return to the bar. The temperature was dropping, and Jack pulled his coat closed. She must be freezing, said a voice next to him. Turning toward the voice, Jack was surprised when he found himself facing Scotch and Soda Man. As often as they had seen each other in the bar, they had never really spoken before. Probably, but she'll freeze to death before she quits if there's a picture to be taken, Jack said, as he turned his gaze back toward Patty. I see. Even from his distant vantage point, Jack could tell that she was breathing hard. Her breathing was creating a halo of vapor around her head. You watch. She's going to land on her ass before too long, Jack said, and then realized he was speaking to no one. He was the sole remaining spectator to Patty's mission. That's when it happened. She was focusing for one last picture, when her foot slipped. She yelped and fell ass over tea kettle behind a particularly large piece of ice. Jack's first reaction was to laugh. He heard her scream as she went down. Her arm extended upward, holding her camera high and out of harm's way. Are you all right? He shouted. Yeah, but my ass is all wet. She yelled back. Chuckling, Jack turned, went to the bar door, stuck his head inside and said, Hey, Max, Patty slipped and landed on her ass in a puddle. She says she's okay. I'm going to help get her in. That was enough to get everyone's attention again, and the more curious returned to the deck to watch. Just as Jack lifted his leg over the railing, Patty screamed. Louder. More primal. It was unlike any scream Jack had ever heard before. His reaction was immediate and instinctual. He dropped to the ice, and in a leaping, slipping, scrambling sprint, he raced toward her. The scream and Jack's reaction to it was all it took. The bar immediately emptied as everyone rushed back out onto the deck. Even Max came out to see what was going on. Jack was so focused on his mission that he didn't realize several people had followed him out onto the ice. Are you all right? He wheezed. Patty just looked at him with a strange look on her face. She was cold, wet, and shaking. He took his coat off, put it over her shoulders, and looked deeply into her eyes. In a shivering voice, just above a whisper, she said, as she pointed behind him. Hand. Body. It took a moment for Jack to comprehend what she had said, and another moment for what he saw to sink in. There was an arm hanging out from under the slab of ice. A plaid flannel shirt sleeve covered the arm. It was torn, exposing the bluish-white flesh beneath. From the size of the arm and the hand, the right hand, he knew it belonged to a woman. The hand was more delicate than that of a man. Although he could see real strength in the fingers, the knuckles were cut 
and bruised. Several fingernails were broken, and there was a gold ring on one finger. Then he stood, faced where he had came from, and yelled back, Call 911!